0: What's up, Liberty lovers? You're listening to Break the Cycle with me, Joshua Smith. For the next 20 minutes, I'm going to need you to sit down and buckle up because we're flipping tables and talking liberty, and it ain't always pretty. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Break the Cycle. I'm your host, Joshua Smith. Today, we're going to talk about Joe Sniff Her Biden and how the other Dem candidates are falling in line because they're wussies. After that, I thought it was only right that we talk about the significance of the Boogaloo. And for the third segment, we're going to end talking about Super Tuesday and the primaries and how libertarians all just lost to no preference. Shocking. By the way, if there's ever anything that you want to hear on an episode of Break the Cycle, please message me and say, hey, dummy, I want you to talk about this on your podcast. I'll try to do it. Maybe I won't know what I'm talking about, but I'll give it a go anyways. All right, guys, I'm going to do this podcast for you, but I am extremely, extremely sick. I have a bad fever, and with all the traveling that you know I do, there's a good possibility that I am currently dying of the coronavirus. So I'm going to need you guys in advance to jump on that F button and start paying your respects. And with that, we'll get started. So, creepy Uncle Joe Biden, the finger-eating, hair-sniffing, kid-toucher, as Dem candidates lining up to drop out and endorse them. I'm of course watching this with shock and horror, but also with excitement because one, the memes are gonna be fire, and two, it's gonna be a slaughter on national television. Mayor Pete would have been boring and astute in the debates, but the memes would have been, eh, mids. And Klobuchar would have been, well, who the hell is Amy Klobuchar exactly? Who knows? I guess she's passed more legislation than anyone in office in Minnesota or maybe of all time or whatever, but let's be real. Klobuchar in a debate with Trump would be a snoozing yawn fest. One cannot doubt that someone either paid these people off or told them to fall in line in one way or another. I mean, Joe's had rallies where he couldn't even figure out where the crowd was, for God's sake. He can't remember basic references or stories, he typically trails off, and for all intents and purposes, may very well be being held up by two beach bums like Weekend at Bernie's. And this is coupled with the ridiculous amounts of video footage that show him being inappropriate with little girls. How on earth could any sane person think that he was the right human to have one of, if not the most powerful position on the planet? Is there some race for VP that these people have been promised? You have to imagine that it's quite possible that there is a dangling carrot of some sort. And we've said all these things without even mentioning the decades of policy that have his bloody hands all over it. In 2002, Creepy Uncle Joe voted for a war in Iraq. I paid attention because I happened to be in the Gulf while that vote was taking place. And then for six months after that declaration of war, by the fun-loving, small words used in the wrong way, Mr. Turd Sandwich himself, G.W. Bush Jr., Surprise, surprise, we never found weapons of mass destruction, or any real weapons outside of some hand-me-down AKs and some very crude IEDs. But I'm digressing. The point is that all of these Democrats that promise us every Republican term that they're anti-war will lap up any war-loving criminal that comes their way so long as there's a D next to their name on the ballot, and they swear to smite the evil orange man. Or the small man that mixes up his words. Or the Hollywood actor who made sure we couldn't have awesome guns. Ideals mean nothing to these people, and Biden is the perfect example of that. You had someone who would have immediately ended all wars in Tulsi, and another who may have done the same and given us all a thousand yeet bucks a month. But no! If you think that half-dead hair sniffer can beat Orange Man, then we better throw our weight behind him. Damn the people we claim to represent. We are now living in a chess-beating, tribalistic team sport era of politics, and whether it's the red team or the blue team, the principles no longer matter so long as you never get tired of winning. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. I totally forgot to mention everyone's favorite drunk, thieving Uncle Bernie. I am once again asking for your support, Sanders. It is quite possible that Richie and Larry had to split up after the beach house so each one of them could hold up Biden and Sanders respectively, but at least Sanders has fire and grit in his belly and can find the crowd at his own rallies, even if he never decided to give economics in one lesson by the late and great Henry Hazlitt so much as a good old Joe Biden sniff. Old Uncle Bernie has a target on his back a mile wide at the DNC headquarters, and is there really any more proof needed than seeing what seems to be halfway intelligent, dim candidates dropping out and endorsing the ragdoll that's going to get pummeled on national television by an incumbent that everyone already knows will pull no punches? I mean, just check the guy's Twitter feed. I frequently have to wonder if someone has to force-feed that guy antipsychotics, and just how many of those people has he fired? I also wonder if there's a paid staffer who has to spray-tan the guy, but I'll leave my late-night ponderings out of this podcast for the most part, as no one needs to hear about the anxious thoughts that pop up when my body is ready to sleep. Those nightmares are not yours, they're mine, so find a wishing well and deal with it, because nightmares don't care about your feelings, or something like that. Bernie doesn't stand a chance against the juggernaut that is the DNC, and if he did, they would have pulled Mrs. Suicide Hanger herself, Hillary Clinton, out of her embarrassing retirement, and let's not even act like they wouldn't have. And furthermore, is the GOP even holding a primary? I mean, I think Bill Weld's still in the race, maybe. I saw him on a town hall against Joe Walsh once. Joe Walsh has dropped out. The GOP has picked their candidate. There's MAGA hats everywhere you go. You could find all kinds of great, uh, really intrusive Donald Trump ads during the Super Bowl. Of course it's going to be Donald Trump. Quite truthfully, anyone that thought it wasn't going to be Donald Trump was lying to themselves, or having delusions of grandeur, or dead, or who knows. But let's be honest. Anyways, are the Dems really going to throw their weight behind quite possibly the worst candidate in their race? Quick apology to Kamala and her fans, but she's been gone for a while and Joe was quick to nab up that title, obviously, to anyone with a few brain cells to rub together. Like I said, shock and horror, but also excitement. I'm ready for the general debates, with popcorn and my San Jose Sharks blankie, but will, for obvious reasons, be voting for the Libertarian Party nominee, hopefully. Because if someone has to have a position with that much power, I would like it to be the guy or lady, sorry to Joe Jorgensen, who is the obvious adult in the room and would like to relinquish power instead of increasing it. Listen, in 2020, maybe don't be a tribalistic moron. If you're going to use a vote, use it to roll back the state, not to give more power to the people who have already made your life harder. That's not using your brain, or for that matter, breaking the cycle. And anyone who's listening to this show knows that we like to break the cycle around here. If you've listened to all zero of my podcasts before this, anyways, let's take a break. The Boog, the Boogaloo, the Big Igloo, and the Hawaiian Shirt Luau. Whatever you call it, there is an increasing support for anti-authoritarian speak taking over the national conversation. Well, of course there is. Have you seen the State of the Union? People are absolutely tired of this shit. Look, I was just in Iowa last weekend, and they're still locking people in cages for simple possession of CBD oil. Let me clarify this for the people with the blank expressions on their faces. I'm looking at you, California. People are still being arrested and having their lives ruined for a federally legalized, non-euphoric inducing plant oil that literally harms no one. Look, I still traveled to Iowa with mine. Come and get me, nerds. But I actually had to worry about this. If that doesn't make you want to throw on the best Hawaiian shirt you have that your grandparents probably brought you from their last trip to Maui, then honestly, I don't want to come to any of your parties. They probably suck. The trust in the state and their enforcers are at an all-time low, and they just can't seem to understand why. In fact, they seem to be ramping up policy and procedures that make more and more Americans distrust them. The Democrats think if they hide some social justice speak in their policy, everyone will be just fine with stop and frisk. While the Republicans basically live by the motto, the beatings will continue until morale improves. Both of these things can just take a flying leap. Why don't we try freedom? Just a thought. If you want to foster trust with your constituency, maybe you should think about, I don't know, not arresting them for a bunch of bullshit, not stealing their property. Not finding them for stuff as little as collecting rainwater? Maybe set Ross Ulbricht and Julian Assange free and pardon Snowden while you're at it. Stop spying on your own citizens. It literally costs zero dollars to not be an asshole. Maybe just start with that. Regardless of the matter, it's plain as day that people are opening up to the fact that the state is little more than a giant organized crime family that only seeks to grow its power over our lives and give kickbacks to their rich friends while lining their own pockets. If you're looking for people that are in the 1% to be mad at, you should be mad at them. Every governmental policy that you believe is oppressing you and your friends was created by them. It wasn't created by some guy who owns several hardware stores or the heir to the empire of Dairy Queen. Kapiche little gummies? No, people are throwing on their Hawaiian shirts and making the most fire memes because they're tired of the thugs that seek to control us. Look, I have lots of doubt that the boog will ever be more than a few cool pictures and a treasure trove of the best memes in maybe all of history and for all time, but regardless, It is fun to watch people wake up every day and realize that the state can no longer be trusted to rule over our lives. So here's to you, Boog Boys. Keep those AKs oiled, the Hawaiian shirts pressed, and the memes on standby. We all thank you for your service. Ah, Super Tuesday, the day where people vote for their next despot and celebrate when that dictator gets a meaningless win. I literally can't think of a worse way to spend a Tuesday. Now, you know I am actively involved in politics as I sit on the Libertarian National Committee as an at-large rep and I'm currently campaigning to become the next chairman of the LNC. If you didn't know that, you're obviously new here. Thank you for checking us out. We appreciate you. If you did know that, I don't know if you're here because you hate me or you love me, but also, thank you for being here. We appreciate you. Listen, I mostly despise politics, and especially politicians from the two old parties, and I consider myself more of an activist. But I was a bit excited about this Super Tuesday because several states had libertarians on the ballot including states like North Carolina, where no preference beat out a strong candidate in Jacob Hornberger by almost 2,000 votes. And also states like Ohio, where registered libertarians voted for Kim Ruff. I love Kim, but Kim dropped out of the race more than a month ago. And John McAfee, who has done no campaigning outside of coke and alcohol-fueled Twitter rants about whether or not Thai ladyboys are really women, and having sex with literal whales. And once again, guess who won? No preference. This just shows me that we are not working hard enough. Listen, I know it's asking a lot of you guys to work with me here, as most libertarians hate politics, but come on, you registered libertarian. Please at least take the time to research the candidates. Look, we have the chance to affect public policy and push the window into a more free direction. I don't expect every single registered libertarian voter to get involved with party membership, but I do expect people who tout themselves as the smartest political philosophy to do just a little due diligence. How about it, guys? Let's get a bit more organized and not be quite the morons we call the two-party tax cattle. It might win more hearts and minds if they see that we give a shit. Your prerogative, though. World set free in someone's lifetime. Am I right? Blah, blah, blah. How about we stop playing games and start making waves? They expect us to stay apathetic while they continue to increase their control. Maybe it's time for something a little crazy, like the annexation of Puerto Rico play the Little Giants ran in the 1994 classic children's movie. Only our trick play is just doing something. Anything. Oh well. Only four more years till the next Super Tuesday. Until then, you can always LARP like you care. Thank you guys so much for checking out the inaugural episode of Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith. I hope you like what you've heard. My goal is to release an episode every Tuesday, at least for now, and then we're going to try and ramp that up into at least two a week. If you liked it, please head over to Break the Cycle with Joshua Smith at Patreon and help me do this full-time while traveling around the country doing real activism. There's some cool tiers over there and also a Discord to discuss the show. Also, subscribe to my YouTube channel at Fight the Despots. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua At Large. Hit that favorite button on Anchor and follow me on Spotify. If you'd like to get involved with the Libertarian Party and help me make a difference there, you can go to JoshSmithLP.com and sign up for a national membership. Thank you guys again. I'll see you next week and let's break the cycle.